Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The awkward first intro. Mm, that'll be fun. Uh, you want to intro it? Yeah, I'll, I'll start it off of... How did we get here? The audio road trip that has no brakes. It's That's a really like good that. tagline. Thank That's you. a really good. Yeah. Did you just come up with that? I just That's, came up with that off the top of my really head. That's really good. I don't know how I do it. Anyways, welcome <laughs> to How Did We Get Here? The audio uh, road trip. Oh, shit. You the lost audio it. road trip with no breaks. I'm Jacob and I'm here with Zach. Hi, everybody. Uh, this podcast has to go at above 60 miles an hour the whole time. and We can't stop. Otherwise, it'll explode. So our whole thing is that conversation is very difficult historically. And keeping on tangent is what other podcasts do. And I've already lost my train of thought. I think that's perfect, actually. I think that's, that's where really, I was supposed to go with it. That's that's literally the that is mm-hmm. the thesis yeah. of the podcast in a nutshell. It's like... Yeah. We were coming up with a podcast and it's like, all right, what ideas, what topics do we want to come up with? And honestly, whenever we came up with something, it would go in spiderweb in five different better directions. I so think like, let's just do that show. I've like conceptualized a lot of podcasts. You've been on other podcasts. And I yeah. think the thing is you kind of have these bullet points, right? You're like, in case of emergency, break glass. Now we're going to talk about Spider-Man. But <laughs> I, I think it's, much more interesting for us to put together these topics of, you know, let's say topics, the moral implications of advertising your podcast. We are at a crossroads in this audio road trip of how do we get people to listen to this? Yeah, I think that there's an underlying understanding with podcasts that like, yeah, it's Don't kind of, to it. yeah, it's kind of rude, uh-huh. right? Because you're yeah. like, why Why would I listen to you talk, you know? With other forms of media, it's like, okay, you make videos, you make streams, you make content. We're talking at you, and you're yeah, listening to it. and just two white dudes, which is something new to the internet. Yeah, thank God, right? Finally. Mm-hmm. Really breaking new ground here. Uh, I <laughs> did put together a short little list of people who I think we could advertise to for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, first, children, because they are so dumb yeah yeah they would be perfect for it because they're so malleable too uh-huh. so like whatever That's we say my favorite we'll adjective for children yeah you get they're yeah. like putty you just mm-hmm. push them in one direction and they stay there for 25 years it's great but with children i don't know if they know what a podcast is and i think that's the biggest roadblock i'm coming into well 
I don't know. I feel like if you tell them it's just Markiplier without the man on the screen, they'll get it. Yeah. As long as you checks. just talk in their ear and there's nobody with, with funny hair, but as long as we just talk at them, it'll be okay. Just put us on to sleep. Just go to bed, you know? Or on a road trip. That's fitting, actually. Very meta. Or doing yeah. homework. That's great. Yeah, kids, okay, we can just cross that demographic off the list. Already got it. Easy, yeah. Honestly, this podcast is a roaring success so far. <laughs> That's the biggest demo, right? As long as we get the kids, everything else will fall into line. They're going to tell their parents about it. And then we get the it's it's like Nickelodeon toy. We get like, yeah, because a lot of parents watch SpongeBob, you know, and I think we can be I I don't think I I might be a little presumptuous, but I think we can hit that SpongeBob demo easy. (laughs) Yeah, we'll definitely be SpongeBob in like a year. Yeah. Sure. I'd love to advertise this as the SpongeBob of podcasts and leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. For your malleable children brains. I feel like I could like find more there, but I kind of don't want to. I'm going to No, leave it there. I like that ambiguity on it. You know what's insane to me? I talked yes. about this like in other places. Isn't it weird that like SpongeBob is the last cultural touchstone for like maybe ever? for an entire culture of people. <laughs> okay, because, back it up. Yeah, hold on. No, no, no. But hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. SpongeBob uh-huh. is like one of the last like culturally N- yeah. phenomenal shows that happened before everybody like cut the cord. There's a million forms of entertainment, a million shows, movies, podcasts, right? And I feel like SpongeBob yeah. came right at the end of that big boom. So everybody knows mm-hmm. all the SpongeBob memes and references, but like if you showed me a Loki meme, I'd be like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't know what that well, is. I think that's like a big comparison. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of like what SpongeBob is to us is what Paw Patrol is to someone else, you know? Mm, kind of, but Give I feel it like 20 years. I think this is some boomer mentality of not understanding the cultural impact that Paw Patrol will have in the future. I don't think so. Cause I feel like some kids are on Paw Patrol, some kids are on Peppa Pig, some, some... are on Markiplier. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, like, you're going to have, like, dude, lunchrooms in high school are going to be even more segmented because you're going to have kids that, like, grew up on Peppa Pig, <laughs> some kids that grew up on YouTubers, Jacksepticeye. Like, I feel like... Do you think... I, I wonder okay, how that's so going to go. I, you know, I have my own merch and everything like that, so sure. let's put that aside for now. Do you think if you wear a YouTuber merch in grade school, you get bullied? No. No, not anymore. I think not anymore. No, (laughs) no, I don't think so. I think I think it's when I was in high school. I'm 32. When I was in high school, anime got you beat up. Yeah, sure. Now I think anime is like a little more normalized, but I I don't know. I I can I'm not advocating bullying. I'm more so just acknowledging it in the real world. You're just saying, hey, kids, buy my shirt. So you'll get your but, ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it comes with character. a risk. <laughs> <laughs> Only the strongest can buy my merch. <laughs> it's inviting a fight. My merch is too strong for you. Yeah, it's like you add a passive and it just draws aggro from the entire If school. anyone calls me cringe, they're simply weak. <laughs> I, lo- I saw one good joke a long time ago and I'd love to riff on that for a little bit. It was, hmm, it was like a parody of Tinder, and I cannot remember the name of it, but it was essentially an app where you can fight people. Like, you just meet up and just scrap? Yeah. 
this was not a real thing. <laughs> but what if it was? Uh, I feel like if I was like Brock Lesnar, I would do what the single guy does now and just swipe right constantly. <laughs> That's a good night for me. You know, I don't care who accepts the fight. I'm, well, I'm going to make somebody bleed. I think it's beautiful because it's just allowing more people to do what they do. Because like if I'm fighting, I'm probably not doing it for the money at this point. If I'm on, what, what is this, Fister? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> We're going to go with that? You want to go with that? Okay. Yeah, no okay. E in it, by the way. <laughs> Fist R. Very disruptive. Very oh, disruptive. Oh, it's actually Rumbler. Really it's good. a recreational fight meetup app. Is that real? Did I, I thought I saw something on the internet, and I thought it was make-believe, but I guess it, may, maybe it's time to rumble. I like Fister better, I'll be honest. I feel like that has the... I, I don't know because I feel it, it's got to come with pictures, right? So you try to yeah. find people to fight. Yeah, but like if you're a certain level of jacked, it's like mm -hmm. the opposite of Tinder where I feel like, you know, the more handsome you are, the more matches you get. And like 3% of the guys get 90% of the matches. But you know how you on Tinder, you also kind of have to be over six foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm You're gonna have to hands say with someone who's five eight. I'm sorry, I need exactly. that in my life. Yeah, it, it's a reverse Tinder because the guys who are getting all the matches are dudes who are you know five eight, mm -hmm. thin as a rail. Oh, that's funny. That's good. But yeah. maybe it makes them feel validation. You know, you're getting picked, so that's nice. Or satisfies a very specific kink. <laughs> you named it Fister, so. I know. mean. <laughs> You're not really. They I don't know think what you're, they're getting themselves into. I was say, I'd be confused if I downloaded that app looking for one thing and I found another. So, so we can probably advertise. Well, okay, hear me out. We create Fister as a marketing campaign for this podcast, and we bring it all home. That sounds easy. I yeah, don't apps know are how. So easy I don't to make. know how. Apps are so easy to make, and they're so cheap too. Yeah. So easy. Yeah, I, I've gotten so many emails of people just asking to recruit. What is the one PewDiePie mobile game? The Legend of the Bro Fist. That feels <laughs> made up. Feels made up, but I'm pretty sure that's a real thing. Did you never? You never had nap game, did you? Nap game or an app game, like app a Bro game. Fist thing? Because like everybody no, I've had never one bro at the fisted. time. Bro Fister. PewDiePie should get on that actually. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. Go on. You, I feel like you could have had an app game. I don't know what it would have been. Maybe it's like a simple match three, but like you could have yeah. done that. I think what would be really cool, and I mean, I don't mean to give away all my good ideas, but chess is booming right now, right? Mm -hmm. What if we just make gotcha chess? Ooh. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're, <laughs> you load up the game and it's yeah. all pawns and you have to, Pay money yeah. to get like a rook. Yeah, and you just queue up and you meet against the guy who's uh playing ranked and he just bought his way in. He spent dropped a fat four hundo and he's got like eight queens on his field. Yeah, I'm just thinking a whole rack of queens with daddy's yeah. credit card. Yeah. Different colors, different you could like add outfits. New pieces. You could add like a 
like a imagine a pawn who imagine they all have like abilities, right? It's like Overwatch meets chess meets Genshin Impact. <laughs> are, are you listening? I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. All successful. Um, all equally successful. <laughs> yeah. I was I was gonna say some more than others, but you know. I don't know if that's upsetting to the chess community or the Genshin community more, but both are in my mentions. They're all nerds. Who cares? Yeah. Anyways, gotcha chess. I just think it'd be so funny because you you could checkmate someone instantly and that's all she wrote. I love the idea just get of better. Like, the queen having a sniper move and she could shoot like she doesn't have to go in any direction. Yeah. And she could shoot past the pawn. So she just with laser <laughs> precision headshots the uh the king. Um maybe somebody moves before like you get two moves instead of one, so you get to checkmate somebody and then kill them instantly. So they can't I think move. this is a million dollar idea. And actually now I've be. actually given it to the world. Can we scrap that? That's my uh, idea, actually. Oh no. It's I like unironically, like the more I'm processing this, the more I'm like, huh. This could be nice. Um, you sell it to I Tencent. actually think this is an awful idea that nobody should imitate. <laughs> it's, I mean, if you're going to make something, make Fister. How about Checkers gotcha? There we go. Oh, There's a great idea. Checkers you guys do gotcha. that. You guys you do that. We'll do chess. in Checkers, yeah. <laughs> it just turns into chess. I was going to say, that's literally the same. <laughs> like, I feel like chess started as Checker, Checkers gotcha. The guy is just like, Oh my God. Yeah. But my, oh my checker gets to do this. Yeah, mine can go in an L shape, but my king's right there. He can go past your king. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound real. Yeah, I feel like that was like checker, like chess was made by a guy who played checkers and just cheated the whole time. He's just like, yeah, and my thing did it can successfully. do that. He was the greatest liar that ever lived. Yeah. It's really wow. good. That's funny. I think we've exhausted all chess jokes. Children down. Uh Uh-huh. Nerds down. Got it. Yeah, nerds done. Uh, Hear me out. College kids, major demographic, right? They have their own money. Mm -hmm. They can listen to our podcast. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's it. But how do you get college kids' interest? Pizza. Pizza, I think it's that simple. Bees. I think we just go on like a national tour from college campus to college campus uh-huh. and just say, hey, who wants free pizza? And then we sit them all down in silence and they listen to our podcast. <laughs> and then they'll love it so much, they'll go home and listen to it. You know that scene in Clockwork Orange when he's like, with, well, okay, let me, let me, um, which where he one? Like has his, yeah, which uh, where one? he has his eyes spread. Mm-hmm. And you know they parody in like robot chicken intro and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can do that, but with their ears. See, I thought it was. I thought I the. Vibe I said that, that I out got, loud. I don't think comparing our marketing plan to Clockwork Orange in any capacity is a good idea. <laughs> so let's just scratch that one off the board. The first episode is a learning experience. What I was thinking is we're all sitting around like a table with a laptop playing it, and everybody's yeah. eating pizza silently. And, and we're like ha- looking at them. Yeah, you have the free yeah. will to talk if you want, <laughs> but as soon as you do, you're kicked out and you lose all the pizza. I think we pause it if they talk. Just really focus on <laughs> them now. Did you seriously just talk during how did we get here? <laughs> how did we get here? That's funny. That's good. Uh, so I also think that the most hmm, the hmm, wording, wording matters here. Yeah. You've already I got think, one strike. 
the dumbest people. Yeah, that's how I'm going with uh, multi-level marketing. Yeah. Easily yeah. influenced. Have yeah. you ever accidentally like kind of waltzed in to a multi-level marketing thing? I um like a pyramid scheme. I've been uh, very close to someone who was in on one. So yeah, I've been yeah. very, uh, very. I I've seen it with my own eyes at the meeting. It's mm. um, yeah. It's it's so funny because there are no objections like brought up no. at all. Like the idea no. is just so they come forward to you and they're like, yeah, we have all this inventory. You're going to buy it and you're going to sell it out and you're going to be a millionaire. And I think it's so easy because like who doesn't yeah. want to be their own boss, work their own hours? I, I, it's, you know, how do you convince people that though? Like, I just, well, I don't know. Okay. When you I get hear them that, I immediately get sent first. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like. Because I almost got scouted by, like, you know, I was doing my my grind job and I was working like two years, very stationary. Yep. And, you know, gained a little weight because of that. I was sure. a little out of shape. And then I had a friend from high school who hits me up and was like, hey, would you like to get lunch? And I'm like, hell yeah, I would like to get lunch. Dude. And then, yeah, yeah. So you see where it's going. Uh -huh. And then they were talking about how I was like, wow, you look good. You've lost a lot of weight. And she was like, yeah, well, because of, product similar to Herbalife, I have. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And she's like, do you want to get on this? It's really good, really helpful. And I was like, hey, yeah, that honestly, this sounds pretty cool. And you know, I was naive. I was like 20 here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I feel like I should have known what a pyramid scheme was, but I was very sheltered as a kid. Um, they didn't teach that in school for some reason. I think, honestly, I think they need a class in like your senior year of high school to spot behaviors like this and friends they're like people are sitting oh, around you will yeah. hit you up in a few years and you have to have the courage to say leave i think you need critical thinking period because i yeah. feel like between that thank and you like online misinformation you need mm -hmm. something we need some sort of academic academic response to the way that the world Pyramid is schemes. going well th that specific that's like a three-month curriculum you know but like yeah. i want facebook news like that's uh -huh. another three months because eventually we're going to cycle back around and all the new kids like the cool place is going to be facebook again i don't know when it's happening but it'll happen at some point i that makes perfect sense to me dude i i, I actually i have a mlm story uh mm -hmm. so <laughs> i was working at a bob evans right um beginning of college what is a uh, bob evans you don't have Bob Evans? No, what's a Bob Evans? You're from Oklahoma. You don't have Bob Evans? I have farms. What do you want? Well, that's what it... Okay, so Bob Evans is basically like... It's like an IHOP Applebee's chimera. Like, no, none of that sounds good. No, it's not. It's very bad, but old people love it, especially after church. So I worked at one of those. Okay. It's like, it's yeah. like, a, it's like, a, it's, it's like a pretentious Cracker Barrel, right? Okay. So, that sounds I, like Golden Corral. A little, a little, but not a breakfast oriented. But yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So I worked there, and what was it? Um, Bob Evans. Bob Evans. Yeah, yeah. Bob check it out. Evans. Never no. eat there, but look it up. Oh, God, I'm doing free advertising. But I <laughs> wait. Okay, okay. So how did how did Bob Evans get you to advertise on our podcast? Because we got to do this to other people. I know. Okay, okay. Anyway, I was working at an undisclosed breakfast location, and. Was I'm it Bob Evans? There. No, no, maybe. If Bob <laughs> wants to give me a call. I was working there, and uh, so I'm I'm waiting tables. I worked there for about six months, whatever. 
And the whole time, you know, right at a right in college, you're thinking like, God, what am I going to do with my life? I want to do big things. I want to make stuff happen. I just like need somebody to Bob find Evans. me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, maybe be the manager. Right. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, you're um, dreaming a little too big. How about you get a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that would have been a pipe dream back then. Dude, two dudes on a mic. Unheard of. Yeah. But yeah, so so I'm working there. I'm like, God, when is this going to happen? I need somebody to find me. I need to be discovered. And I'm waiting tables. And this guy who I've waited for like 20 minutes for uh -huh. no reason, apropos of nothing, I didn't even serve him that well. Is like, Zach, you seem very smart. And I'm like, I am pretty smart. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. He said, I have a great opportunity for you. I would love to hire you on as Oof. something, something, something. And yeah, dude, be your own boss, work your own hours. Yeah, and I thought my life was changing. Like, <laughs> I was like, now is the time I've been scouted. It's like the golden age of Hollywood. You know, you think you're just going to be whisked away. So mm -hmm. I met this dude at a hotel lobby. And I, I didn't realize what he was doing. It was definitely an MLM. But I think I was too stupid to know what it was. And I think he gave up on me halfway through the conversation. Like, yeah, he's showing me a graph and he's like, this is where things are now. This is where things are going to be in five years when the market. Oh, ground floor investor, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even remember what he was showing me. But he was like, and where on this graph would you like to be? And I'm like, here. And I picked the lower number. <laughs> he's like, no, you want to be <laughs> over here. <laughs> So how <laughs> are you not good enough to join a pyramid scheme? I've, I was too stupid for an MLM at that time in my life. Wow. And the guy, I think I got rejected for an MLM. They and let anyone in on those. I know. I don't know what happened, but like he was clearly, he gave me like five chances and like wow. I was, I was sort of uninterested, but also like I wanted to have my ear open just in case, but I don't even remember the specifics of that conversation. I just remember meeting a 50-year-old man in a hotel lobby, and he tried to scam me on something, and I was too stupid to follow through. So that that wow. that was my experience in MLM, I assume. Yeah. I don't know. That and Cutco. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on-brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. I didn't even, like, pick up that what I was being offered was an MLM. I was just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> just, I just, it was just out of pure laziness. I didn't get roped into this because I was pretty stupid back then. Honestly, it's, it's funny because like you don't realize how dumb you are back then until, I mean, everybody thinks they're an adult, right? 19, 20. A lot of you no. guys listening to this now, you guys are thinking, I know you think you got it figured out. You are so stupid. You, if you, think you are you're the children old for your age. If you think you're like mature for your age, you are our prime demographic. Yeah. You are extremely malleable, and I would like to push in your head so that you stay that way for 25 years. Or at least the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mold your life after, after you know how you do that with, like, Tyler Durden and, and the guy from Rick and Morty, uh, Rick? Just do that with Just, us. Oh. You know? That's us. Sure. Yeah. I'll be your role model. Uh, speaking of pyramid schemes. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. So, actually, no. Next topic. Uh, I opened it with uh, the moral implications of advertising our podcast, and sure. I think we've kind of talked about how do we want to advertise our podcast. But now I think we need to address the moral implications of such a thing because I think there is a taboo around a podcast because the thing is, yeah. we're not special. Yeah. Everyone has a podcast. And let's say this podcast is a success. Let's say it's the best podcast in the world. We are still not special. We are two dudes with a podcast. And I do think there's like this cultural taboo around like, hey, yeah, I have a podcast. Like, you know, you and I have other jobs outside of this, but like if yeah, we yeah, lead yeah. with that, that's what I do. I, I, There is a moral question there. Like, who can we tell this is what we do? Like, yeah, how do we advertise this in a, on a day-to-day basis, not like a big marketing campaign? No, there's shame in it. I totally yeah, hear what shame. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like, let's say somebody is a CEO yeah. at a Fortune 500 company and he's a Michelin star chef in his free time. And then he also like spins signs at the Liberty tax. But you have to tell people about the Liberty tax because that's the thing that you want to get traction. So you're like, yeah, I'm a sign spinner. And people okay. are like, oh, that's what you do? All right. And then it's like, I, you know. I'm loosely following <laughs> this analogy. If you ne- if we have to lead with the podcast thing, then I, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, so how do you push this? In your mind, the podcast is similar to spinning signs outside Liberty Mutual. Yeah, because it takes a lot of talent and not everybody can do it. We are special. Okay. Yeah. No, you got me. I'm back in. Which is what you just said. That is exactly yeah. uh-huh. what you just said, for sure. Yeah. But I would even disagree. I think the sign spinners are way more talented than what we are doing right now. Yeah, no question. Yeah. That's, yeah okay. That, cool. that You have to go to school for that. But I think when it comes to that, it's like, you know, there's a whole market of like guerrilla marketing and like uh, the flirt to convert. You aware of that? Uh, I don't know that phrase. But you can imagine. I, I can think, I think I know what it is, but explain just so I. Uh, um, so so I, I used so to work in, I used to work in sales. Mm-hmm. I worked at a regional photography company and we would go to like, you know, it, we did proms, we did graduations, but we also did like, oh, hey, this private Catholic school needs like headshots of their ninth grade boys soccer team. Mm-hmm. So I would just go there, take all the pictures or someone else would take all the pictures and I would work at the front and I would sell these soccer moms on way overpriced photo sets. Like I would get yeah. them like, dude, you have a beautiful camera in your pocket right now. Like, honestly, yeah, come on. And I was selling like 200 plus dollar photo packets to these soccer moms. And it was crazy to me how easy it was to get them to bite. And so, okay, we might actually be able to rope soccer moms into ideal demographic. Yeah, they'll buy anything. Yeah, I was... was, what, where was I going with that? Was it that moms are stupid? Is it that sales are stupid? I think it's just good marketing, man. I think what it yeah. is, is whatever. Convenience is the number one thing. Like, yeah. I feel like that is that was Apple's gift to the world is showing that you can just make something. Oh, and flirt as long to convert. That's what I was saying. Possible. Yeah, okay. I'd flirt with soccer moms like nobody's business. Oh, Jacob, you dog. And that's the not. end of my tangent. <laughs> 
so flirt to convert. I, I thought it was like you're flirting with the prospect of the sale. Like I thought you were using it. As That's a much more poetic. Yeah, no, I, th you kind I thought of it was a like metaphor. Gas up the soccer moms, and then they're like, I mean, you know, this guy. You're making them feel nice. You're making them feel good. And I I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just trying to sell some photo packets. And yeah. Yeah, I think you can hire some Casanovas to go into the wild and just say, hey, babe, how did we get here? <laughs> Stays on. We just get some really handsome dudes and some yeah. very, uh, like, some very handsome Lotharios. Just send them out into bars at 3 p.m. Just pick up some uh, some soccer moms. That'll be nice. Is this... This isn't prostitution. No. No. It's close. I mean, you could listen to us for free. Whatever they yeah. do outside of outside <laughs> of that is their own business, right? We are not liable yeah. for any of that. No. It's under the umbrella of prostitution. The problem arises when they need to prove that they talked about the podcast and then we have a video of it. Then with video proof, then things get a little dicey. You know, we'll have to burn the evidence. So. Yeah, it sounds like at this rate, we're not even going to have a podcast to advertise. So all of this <laughs> conversation is in vain. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, oh, man, there are no breaks, huh? Okay. All right. No. Okay, so uh, uh, let's play the little game we discussed of how did we get here? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so. So we, prostitution. Uh, what was step one? Anyone listening at home remember? <laughs> I, I genuinely don't. Isn't I don't. That awful? No. I literally yeah. don't. You it's know? just like I think every now and then we get to that point where it's like ding ding ding, how did we get here? And I have failed that game and I will multiple it's, times. It's so hard. So we talked mm -hmm. about uh different avenues to go down. We talked about sales, MLMs, prostitution, soccer moms, soccer moms. yeah, but I guess yeah, soccer know. moms fed into prostitution. Yeah, that one's pretty yeah. easy. That one has a has a three line. <laughs> And I think soccer mom, MLMs to soccer moms, boom, that's easy. I oh, can yeah, see no, that. that's easy. That's First that's to convert. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. All right, we got it. GG's. We won Done. the game. Not hard. No. Oh, wow. God. What's yeah. so funny is that, uh, so I used to work in sales too. I don't know. My condolences, by the way, since you also worked in sales, it's yeah. tough. Uh, so I worked at, let's say, an unnamed big box retailer, electronic store, right? Mm -hmm. um, I want you to know anybody. This wasn't Sam Evans. No, Bob Sam Evans. Evans. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> his, his brother. I was going to say, Bob Evans sells, uh, you know, cheap breakfast and high-end TVs. That's his market. Just those two things at once. Um, right it's like next the to combination KFC Pizza Hut. <laughs> all right, so, actually, I, I don't care what tangent you're going on. I'm passionate about this one. All right, yeah, go. So... We got combination Pizza Huts. We got combination like combination Pizza Hut KFC. We got mm -hmm. KFC Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. We got I don't I don't know, man. I I think we need more combination menus. You know, it's like oh, it's appealing that I can go to this KFC Taco Bell and order a taco and then separately a a biscuit, perhaps. Uh -huh. I want. Mm, you want I like you want, want like. A drumstick wrapped in a tortilla. Perfect. That's you got it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I want something crazy. Like if they wrapped up a slice of pizza at the Pizza Hut Taco Bell, put in a tortilla, I'm down. Smother that in like, I don't know, queso. <laughs> you can queso put pico on the in pizza? It. I'm crazy, man. You can do whatever you want. You can, 
Yeah. Just where do they have like their their beefy five? This is so much advertising in such a short. We're period doing of so time. much, and and yeah. I I've got an idea. Here we go. Taco mm-hmm. Bell. If you take this, my email is. Uh, you can hit me up. It's it's on the podcast. Listen, a pizza crust, and the Ooh. bottom of the pizza. Ooh. All Doritos. Okay. No, come on. You were with me way more. I was. <laughs> come on. No, you don't want the Dorito pizza. Come on. I will entertain the Doritos pizza like a soccer mom, perhaps. Okay. What about like if it had a cool ranch sauce? I'll try it. Like I, I, <laughs> I won't knock it before I try the Dorito pizza. So what's on the all right, I'm asking this question. Uh, what's on the Dorito pizza? On the, Dor- the Doritos is the breading. Dorito, it's a Dorito breading. It's very dusty. You need a napkin to hold it. Yeah. And on oh. the pizza. <laughs> okay, I'm sold. I'm in. <laughs> you can't fold it either. It just crumples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds delicious. Uh, Go on. On the pizza is uh, Cool Ranch sauce. Sure. It's a it's a it's a it's a white pizza. That's it. Just go red sauce because you can't put more cheese on it, right? That doesn't hey, work. Hey, Zach. Yeah. I hate this. All right. I'm I trying, don't like this pizza. I you know I I, I can't think of where <laughs> the cheese go because now the cheese is on the bottom and I don't yeah. think we can get around. Okay, so this. nacho cheese orange. Okay, okay, got it. Anyways, you get what I'm your your head's in the right spot. Like I'm, I want. Yeah. I want these combination menus. There's not like a, a huge punchline here, but like I went to a combination KFC Taco Bell. Like my friend ordered a taco and I was I felt bad for the colonel, man. So I ordered just one chicken strip. <laughs> so you you think he's like sad that nobody ordered for you think every single time somebody pulls up to the KFC Taco Bell, you've got like two employees that are vying for the spot. They're both trying to sell on their menu. Yeah. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com, designed for work. I think fast food would be way more entertaining if there is commission. There's direct competition at yeah. the drive-thru. There's a drive-thru <laughs> on both sides, both windows. And like, imagine going into McDonald's and they're trying to order and they're reading it out like an auction. <laughs> Very fast. There's no like written menu. Yeah. You have to listen to every word. <laughs> That's pretty good. People know what they want. I think, I don't know if, I think this is a pro-capitalism move, actually. I don't, I was trying to say like, this helps a little guy, but it really doesn't. No, it doesn't. This is a pyramid scheme? It's getting there. Yeah. I don't think it's there yet, but I think it's, no. it's close. I think if you work at McDonald's and you get five of your friends to come work at McDonald's and you get like a, you get gifts and everything, you can make, yeah. McDonald's could be so much more successful if they just abandon everything they're doing right now. Somebody needs to help them. They don't know yeah. what they're doing. They're spinning their wheels adrift at sea without a sail. Yeah, somebody needs to fix those guys. I, is- I was at a McDonald's with a friend recently mm-hmm. and I was at Santa Monica and... 
uh, it's like the pier and everything. And, you know, like I was kind of like, yeah, this is going to be fun. Just walking around the pier. That's what people do. And there's this McDonald's on the pier. Like, you know, there's so much good food, but then there's a McDonald's. Yeah. And the sign is oddly close to the ground. And we walked by and we're like, that's weird. And then the, the whole store is plastered with signs that say you get one hour. And like you can only be in that McDonald's for one hour, which is strangely ominous. I surely think. that's not all it said. It it had to say it in a nicer way, right? It's, not it's, like yeah, it was a little you get nicer. one hour. It was dine in one hour limit. If I saw some, if I saw a sign that, that is that a said, little different. Yeah, if I saw a sign that said you get one hour, I would think it, I was like haunted. Like yeah. there's I, only I can see that sign, and all my friends don't see it. And I think something this was very a haunted McDonald's because. We walked around, and then eventually I just wanted a water, and we're like, oh, we could go back to that McDonald's, and I was like, bet. And then we went there just because we thought it was funny. We went in, and we started looking around, and we started a timer because we only had 60 McMinutes, you know? <laughs> and I ordered a small fry in a bottle of water, and that was it. And that was it. Well, you got to make waited. sure you can consume that in an hour. I waited for 50 minutes. Oh, man. That's I, yeah, unreal. It was unusually hot in there. Like, it was just just uncomfortable enough to where you're like, ooh, I'm sweating. Yeah. And then people, no one around us seemed to notice that it was also hot. And I was like, this is strange. Like, people were in, like, big fuzzy coats and everything. And I look up, and next to the menu, they have, like, a T-shirt. They're selling merch. Which, have you, you ever seen McDonald's sell merchandise? Did you dream this? No, this is very real. I don't think real. this is real. I no, don't no, think this, this place is so exists. real. It felt like a different dimension. Yeah. And then they were selling merch, and it said it was a Mc, Ronald McDonald on a surfboard on a way that said Santa Monica, California. And it's just like, I have never seen McDonald's merch, much less McDonald's merch tailored to the location. You know, I think they do that in like three places because I know Orlando has that because I went there. That's that was the like, biggest McDonald's, though. Yeah, exactly. That was like the world's biggest Why McDonald's. Why do I know that? Yeah, I don't know. Have Tell you ever been research. there? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, if you did, it's it, it's very memorable if you've ever been inside. I don't I know how go. you would know that without Yeah, going. this is just some random McDonald's. And then I'm looking at the screen. It like shows what order numbers are being prepared. And, you know, I was like, order, I don't know, like 107. And none of them are in like chronological order. Like, it's like, there's, okay, we're working on 101, 704, 1092, <laughs> 512. And then I was like, this is bizarre. And then we're, again, we are two very complacent people waiting in line. Just be like, let's see how long this really takes us. So then like 10 minutes pass, we're staring at the shirt. We're staring at the, the sign. And order number 516, 512 pops up. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm just like that. Like there was a comma and everything, and I was like, I'm, I'm being taunted in the store. And then me and my friend, we started having these very like philosophical conversations of like, if you entered purgatory, do you think you would know? Because isn't that the point? Yeah, the whole point is that you don't know that you died, so you're Bruce yeah. Willis. So I was kind of in this uh, state between dimensions. It felt like there was like it was uncomfortably hot. No one around me was interacting with us. No one around us was paying attention to the fact it was hot. Everyone was getting their food as per normal. And I, and you know, there were signs around me telling me I have an hour left. So it's like, there are so many, I, I thought, I thought that was it. I'll be yeah, honest. I feel like you, that was a test from God. 
And if yeah. you stayed for the whole hour, you would have been allowed into the kingdom of heaven and you failed. Well, I look on the screen again and they're now putting letters in these numbers. Okay. Did it so say Jacob, like, wake up? <laughs> it was just a random assortment. And then I walked up to the stand to, re I was like, I gotta ask if at the 40 minute mark, that's my line. And then I kept trying to get this lady's attention and she did not acknowledge me. And I was like, this is weird. And someone came up and said, hey, can I use the bathroom? She goes, sure, here's the key. And then I was like, ha, ha. and then I wait 10 more minutes because I was like, I'm thrown off my game. This is how I die. And I finally go up to like the cashier. And I'm like, hey, man, I've been waiting for 15 minutes for a small fry and a bottle of water. And he just, just looks at me. and was like, why? <laughs> I was like, that's that's why I'm here. That, like, that's, oh, dude, I'm just, yeah, the way I that was, I'm imagining this is he's your like, He's your smooth-talking guardian angel who's, like, about mm -hmm. to change your life. He's like Morgan Freeman, you know? He turns yeah. around. What What are you doing here, Jacob? And everybody else in the restaurant disappears. This it's, is they your freeze. Testament. They pause in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he said, oh, I'm I'm sorry, man. You shouldn't wait. That's just a small fry. You can just ask. I'm like, why, why would I know that? So then he comes over, brings me a bottle of water and a large fry without any negotiating. So I can wow. tell he's apologetic. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about that. If there's anything we can do, let me know. And, you know. and I was like, this billion-dollar company has this employee who's like, man, I'm so sorry. Is there anything you want? So I look at him, and I'm like, that shirt. Did you get it? And I got, oh, yeah. Yeah! I got <laughs> my Santa Monica Ronald McDonald shirt. And I look back. And I'm just like, I really was so disgusted by the customer service where I wanted merchandise as compensation. Like, what kind of capitalist hellscape is that? Well, it's it's a souvenir of your torment now. It's yeah. not even it's it's not even that you enjoyed your time. It is I remember this trial that I went through at this particular point in my life. So do you think that we can torture our audience enough to buy merchandise or even listen to an episode two i think that's the aim yeah i think we're well on our way we're figuring it out as we go yeah i think um, i think we should institute a rule that you can only listen to this podcast for 60 minutes that's pretty good we got to keep we got to keep traffic moving you know mm -hmm. and we're all running on borrow time from ronald <laughs> himself in our precious 60 mcminutes <laughs> i feel like that's like i feel like you walked into like a mr beast video and it's just, if you can stand, if we can get you to stand in this McDonald's for 60 minutes, I'll give you a million dollars, you know? It feels like an impractical joke. But it was thing. advising me not to stay for 60 minutes. So but I'm just following test. this, oh. You know, you should have yeah. You should have not listened. Ronald wants the best for you. Ronald needs people who will uh, criticize yeah. his, his leadership, you know? I think most people would just leave, though. Like, it was a, like a $3 commitment, and I... I was just stubborn. I thought I was a stubborn one. I don't think anyone in my situation would have waited as long as I did without confronting someone. No, they wouldn't. I, dude, it's so funny because you're living in L.A. You yeah. ordered a $3 meal and yes. you demanded a, what, $20 shirt? Like 18 could, but yeah. You could have, dude, it, you had to barely break a 20 to have this whole day done. But instead of doing that, you just got it all for free. That's amazing. Patience is a virtue. I think if anyone ever doubts that, just tell us this incredibly long-winded and not very exciting story. 
Hey, listen, if you're listening to this, please tweet us with the inside of the Santa Monica from McDonald's or the, the Santa Monica McDonald's because I need to see it. That sounds excellent. I feel like it actually doesn't even exist. You it's pretty small, yeah. honestly. And it had a parking garage attached to it. For the McDonald's or like yeah. for no. Yeah, for the McDonald's. No. Yeah, okay. LA is a different world, man. I feel like that's just like a break from the traffic. You guys pull in there. That's like your rest stop is a giant parking garage outside the McDonald's. That I, place. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. I love being in L.A. because everyone's insane, just like for fun. Yeah, but it's a different insane, right? It is, like, yeah. Like, New York is very different. East Coast yeah. and West Coast insane are very different. I think New York insane is everyone's insane in their own right, mm -hmm. and they're comfortably alone. Where, like, you walk down New York, people are eyes to the floor walking. They want nothing to do with you. Right. L.A., people are insane together, and, they're, and it's terrifying, actually. That seems worse because it's communal. Yeah. It, it definitely is. And if you're not careful, you get invited to insanity very like, easily. Like an MLM. This is our prime demographic. There we go. Right yeah. in the city of angels. <laughs> yeah, we don't want New York people because like they're crazy, but they're smart crazy. They're ambitious. They are smart you know? crazy. Yeah, they there got dreams. There are so many people in New York who are absolutely batshit nuts, but they are highly intelligent. And I feel like if you like... If you move out to LA and you're crazy, you're just like, mm, sun pretty, me like hot weather, you know? It's yeah, no, like, you nailed it on the head there. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like it's a little bit better out there. Okay, so let's go back to the moral implications. Good here. luck. If I am trying to advertise my podcast on a like a one-on-one -on -one conversation, mm -hmm. who... Who who is accepting of such a thing? Because if I'm at a party, right, and you're talking to someone about a party, disgusting. Yeah, you don't want to do that. It's, yeah, that's an immediate no thanks. What? Well, I mean, what can you talk? Like, what? Let's say you're talking to a girl at a party. You're in college. Uh -huh. You're you're in the prime of your life. Uh, what can you advertise that you're working on? Because I don't feel like many things actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I feel like. Your family's carpeting business, you know, like you've got a job coming out of college, yeah. something like that. You're really I guess excited about the less impressive it is, the more you can. I guess I'm not saying a podcast is impressive. No, no, it's honest work, though. Like a podcast yeah. is not honest work. I'm saying yeah. like if you're if you're in college and you're talking about your dad's plumbing business that you're going to take over and you're older, that's noble, right? That's like. You're providing mm -hmm. a service to your community. Two assholes talking into a mic and expecting people to listen is kind of presumptuous, right? That's kind of Yeah, un it's very entitled that I think I can talk for 60 minutes and that's good enough to put it out for people who are working these hard jobs like at their dad's plumbing company. Exactly. Just sit down and listen to it, yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah. Same, it's the same but as having TTV in your name in a competitive game. 
It's very oh, presumptuous. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. there. You know? I target people with TTV in any video game. Every time. Every do you think has anybody ever blown up that way? Is that what happened to Ninja? I'd like to believe someone has. Not so like, you know, new new heights kind of success, but like, oh, they bumped to double digit viewers. And to some people, that's a lot. Maybe hit partner. That's good. That's yeah. an accomplishment. God, I just wow. This is an entitled business. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized like, thank you for listening at this, at this late into <laughs> the podcast. Be, yeah. We should, dude, you made it very far listening to yeah. this. Thank you. Um, you, but wow. Yeah. I mean, like just, entertainment I, at its core is, mm -hmm. is very, like I made a tweet recently, which is like half joking Good for you. Yeah, I what? did. Yeah. It, yeah. Took, it took, it took a couple hours, but I got one out. Um, yeah, it was like being a musician is a psychopathic trait because like there are billions of songs. Why is yours different? And yeah. like I'm half joking, right? Like I know that creative output and creative expression is important and people want to get their message across and put it out. But, in the world. but, a but. yeah, like how many like, dude, we have Paco Bell's canon and we have, you know, why go beyond that? Yeah, that's basically like 90% of songs. That's fine. Just get that. There's a lot across. of truth to that, actually. Yeah. So I feel like I, I just I feel like podcasts are the same. There's a podcast. There's another podcast. There, yeah, there are a finite number of chords, technically. Exactly. And I feel like I've seen other podcasts with like three very talented people. And the podcast itself is just nonsense. Right. Like that's. that's yeah. That's sort of what is at the core of the business. And this is pretty highbrow. I think we could agree. Because oh, we're sure. self-aware, which means we're immune from criticism. Yeah, it's different when we do it. This is our Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we're doing is a creative experience. <laughs> this podcast is only up to your interpretation. And if it's incorrect, or if it's bad, it's incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting you to think differently. And if you don't mm -hmm. get it, that's your problem. Just say you don't get it. I mean, if you're at 49 minutes in, or however far <laughs> we are, I, you have to get something. People are going to listen to 30 and be like, what the fuck is <laughs> I don't get this. And, you know, people that listen to 49 will be like, huh, I know you didn't. They they said that you would drop off. So the, <laughs> the 49ers are, are what we will affectionately call the people who made it to 49 minutes. The 49ers, like, it. they're important, yeah. Yeah, that's I a think big deal. another thing is it's all about retention, right? Like, how do you keep people coming back? Yeah, because you can always see viewer duration on like YouTube and Twitch on like how long you had held one person's attention. And I think that's always an interesting stat because on videos, on streams, you can kind of see where people's interest wavered. Yeah. And on a podcast, I'd be very interested to get that feedback. Like, OK, were you not in to the, the combination uh, Taco Bell and KFC, P Dorito Pizza. Is that where you lost your interest? Was it soccer mom prostitution? <laughs> I It could be any of those things. And I, I find uh, comfort in those stats of like knowing that was not funny. Yeah. Well, the funny yeah. thing is, is you might see a dip and then a comeback where somebody's mm -hmm. like, oh, they're on the combination food again. I hate this bit. And then they like, the, the graph goes down because they skipped like five minutes ahead. 
That's yeah. what I want to see. Listen, just leave us a comment, okay? Yeah, what's worth skipping? Honestly, I don't know how you leave comments. So uh, just complain to your friends because you get it out and marketing. Yeah, that's I, it. That's what that's it is. It. That's it. That's, that's how, that's we, how we advertise. We we put on a terrible show and then yeah. they're going to be like, dude, did you listen to the new Alpharad and Coney podcast? It's actually pretty bad. And, people and say, then they say, no. why? And then they say, why? And then they talk about it. And then someone overheard it. And then someone goes and listen and says the exact same thing. And then they come back. And they, if they just tell five of their friends, our market grows. Listen, tell your five friends to tell their five friends. And we'll blow it up. That's all we oh need to do. Oh, my God. That's it's it. It's so good. That's it. Oh, so man. we don't accept. We are not allowed. This is you and me, Zach. Yeah. We are not allowed to accept feedback in any capacity. <laughs> because if we do, that's an outlet for them to complain. Yeah. We have to give them they have to find their own avenues in social dynamics. If they go on Twitter and talk about how it sucks. If they talk about, like, I'm really hoping it's like college classroom. Oh, this podcast sucks. Give presentations. Oh. Yeah. Like, like, break down exactly why it's not good and show your entire class, including your professor. That's perfect. Or if you're a real 49er, you can talk about why it's good. But yeah. I think it's, it's that mouth to mouth. That's how word spreads. I, I think that's it. I don't think we need any marketing budget. I think if we just host a good podcast, people will talk about it or a bad one. As long as you host some podcast that elicits some sort of reaction. That's it can't be okay. That's it, the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what, don't make it okay. It has to be good or bad at an extreme level. I think the worst word you can use for art is okay. Because it's just like, that's not memorable. Uh, no, I think, well, it depends on what your definition of, do you think Marvel movies are art? I think they're okay. Are you a Scorsese fan? Are you like, they're not real? No, I, I just think they're okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I, I don't I think see they're what memorable. We're doing here. I see what yeah, we're doing I think here. it, okay. uh, I watch them, flashing colors go through my brain, and then I leave thinking, that was okay. But that's the worst thing, right? So that's exactly, not, yeah. But is it's it's is it still Are, okay if it's not okay? You're saying it's okay you, makes it bad, right? Okay, so fine. You want to be the Marvel of the podcast world? That <laughs> no. does not sound bad. No, actually, no, I don't. Well, maybe. Yeah. Now that I'm I'm considering yeah. it further. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> this goes against everything we just established. We just said that okay is bad. Yeah, but I guess. It's not, actually. You know what? If Disney buys us, then we can be okay. That's what it is. I'll, yeah. Yeah, you get to be okay. Because, yeah. uh, well, here's the thing. Okay films can have phenomenal marketing budgets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we don't have that. We just have no. people telling my friends. Uh, I think that spreads, though. I think that spreads. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, we don't even need to pay anyone. We just have to hope for the best. Yeah, that's that's uh, I think that's the that's the road we've been going down this whole time is just let's start with one thing and let's hope for the best. And, and it might be a good time to go back and see sort of in the rear view how oh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I think the bell is ringing. How the hell did this happen? How did we get here? OK, what do you, where even are we? I, I don't really think I understand the topic of this conversation. OK, right. movies. OK, movies. <laughs>
okay, movies, okay. I think it all started with the Santa Monica McDonald's. I think that so, was yeah, the everything. halfway point. I think my life is viewed as like a before and after of that moment. So I agree. I f- I, like I, conversationally and yeah. spiritually. <laughs> I feel like you walk into the McDonald's and you walk out into like a bright white light. And that I, you is the end of the movie. Feeling different. Yeah. And that would be an okay movie. <laughs> Which is fine. Okay yeah. movies are fine. I've gone back on my word. I've uh, had a, an arc this episode where like, I think it's okay to be okay. Is there actually we're all learning? We're saying that like good or bad is good and okay is bad. But if okay is good, nothing's bad. Just put something uh, out there, I guess, is kind of what we're advertising. And it, it might is, stick. It is better to create than to not create. Unless. Yes. You, there's no. no reason for someone to consume it because there's already too much media in the world and then keep it to yourself. <laughs> I think we've contradicted ourselves so many times. I think we have to. So, okay. There's so much music in the world, right? Uh-huh. You're saying, let's stop making music. Yeah. No more music. Music is cut off right now. How do you feel about podcasts? There could be more. There could be... T- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting take. Yeah. We could have more what? podcasts. Yeah. I mean, what else are we going to do, right? We got to we got to Listen to music? Go to it, McDonald's? No, this is fine because it's low effort. Music is so try hard. You got to get a whole thing together. You got to learn to play an instrument. Wow, you really spent all that time playing guitar. Podcast everybody knows how to talk, right? Yeah. You yeah. can do this a little bit easier. So it's not as pretentious. No. So I guess what have we learned today? I've learned not to go to a McDonald's in Santa Monica. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I've I learned. I learned conceptually multi-level marketing is much easier than anticipated. And I think you can really apply that system to anyone. God, now I want to make my own pyramid scheme. I have been wanting to make a pyramid scheme for so long. Yeah. I, you you want to hear my idea real quick? Yeah, please. What is a pyramid scheme that every... I, it's a, it's a two-parter. Uh-huh. That is so culturally accepted. It's not Herbalife. What is it? Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It's even smarter because they don't pay the girls. No, they don't. No. They oh. just give them badges and stuff. Well, the badge and the badges like seem prestigious, but it's like 30 yeah, cents. They just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you think weaponizing, militarizing a force of cuteness. I think in, children yeah. are like perfect for pyramid schemes. But, like, you can't call it a pyramid. Get get money. No. No. It has to be some sort of other scheme. (laughs) Maybe not a scheme at all. No, I don't (laughs) like that word in regards (laughs) to children. Yeah, Um, let's not do that. But something else, speaking of children, what about lemonade stands? Kind of. I don't think that's really a... You can't really count that, because, like... What if I make the best lemonade? And I deal it. 
I deal the lemonade to families for their kids to sell it. Mm, I hear you. So you're cooking lem cooking. You're I'm, making I'm cooking up good cooking lemonade. Cooking up the good the, the yellow sky. You've yeah. got the yellow sky at your house with 99% mm -hmm. purity and then you package it and send it off to like Brian to sell it as stand. Yeah. Brian and, is like prime because yeah. it just adds like something to do with your daughter. You know, you're not getting along. You want her to relate to you. She likes lemonade. She wants to feel important. Oh, you're selling this lemonade supply and demand two bucks a pop. Dude, you could sell the whole experience like with a built up yeah. shop with like breakaway oh, yeah. furniture like Ikea. And you're just like, is your daughter not connecting with you? Make this lemonade stand and pay me for shop all the materials. With her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that's actually a very, like, unironically, oh, that is, that's a good uh -huh. idea. <laughs> Look, I've always seen myself as someone who could start a pyramid scheme, and I think it's genuinely a matter of time until I get bored. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's it's either until you get bored or until things dry up in a terrible way. Like, somehow. Well, I think like, I have to have some amount of money to start the pyramid scheme. I think that's, yeah, like, yeah. the entry cost, you know? Yeah, you need some uh, initial capital to get it going. But I mean, lemonade's mad cheap, dude. All you need are lemons and sugar and water, and most of those are free. So, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. No, no, I'm completely on board. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Dude, we need... Oh, man, I hate that you came up with that here because now we've given away Not yet. several we've good ideas. We've so many good ideas. I mean, it's just off the top. I mean, but, you know, it's just when life gives you lemons... <laughs> Extort the masses. <laughs> Sell them to children at a very high rate. Exorbitant. Huh. That's good. Okay. Yeah. You know, we've come up on about an hour, and of course, we're going to kick you guys out of the podcast now because you've had up your 60, yeah. uh, 60 minutes. Thank and you guys for you tuning in. get to sit around and play that game. How did we get here? Yeah. I, if you guys map out the route, please send it to us because I'm a little Or lost. tell your friends, preferably five of them. <laughs> Tell them all different routes. Tell them all we talked about different things so they have to tune into every episode. That'll be nice. Mm -hmm. oh, and okay. eventually, they might be correct. Do you remember our Twitter handle? Uh, yeah, Twitter handle is hdwghcast at twitter.com. Follow us there. Maybe you'll see some uh, lovely pictures in the near future. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.